0: You are listening to the Best in Wealth Podcast, episode number 120. Here we go. This is the Best in Wealth Podcast, a show for successful family stewards who want real answers about wealth and investing so we can feel secure about our family's future. At the Best in Wealth Podcast, we think differently about wealth and investing. And you should too. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Scott Wellens, and I'm your host of the Best in Wealth podcast. Now, this is a show dedicated to helping real people that is you, my friend, build real wealth, so together we can take family stewardship to the next level. I am a certified financial planner, an educator, a wealth advisor, a smart investor pro, and a whole bunch of other things that we don't want to get into right now. But today's episode, super important episode, will... I run out of money in retirement. Wow. Big loaded question that we're going to get into. But before we get to the topic of the day, I just wanted to tell you about my morning for a second. It started out awesome. You know, great days are when I can get a workout in in the morning, get a shower in, get the kids up because I get my kids on the bus every day. And when the kids get along and they help and they make—they help make their lunch and get their beds made and stuff and give me big old kisses when they get on the bus, that is awesome. That's a sign of a really good day. You want to know another sign of a good day? is I knew last night that my schedule was going to allow for me to spend some time with you guys since I haven't done a podcast in a couple of weeks. And that fills my heart up. Love to do this podcast because I knew I had some paperwork I had to do. I have one little uh, prospecting call today and... That's it. Just do this podcast. It's still going to be a full day. There's things that happen throughout the day, but I knew I was going to be able to fit it in. And that filled my heart. That made me feel really good. Plus, tonight, it's card night with the buddies. And so I knew I was going to have a good night tonight. The Milwaukee Bucks are on. I mean, what a great day. Until. Until I logged into my checking account and found out that I was hacked. That there were fraudulent transactions on my checking account. That just took me from, I'm telling you what, a 10 down to about a two. I'm like, what in the heck is going on? So I spent the last couple of hours on the phone with the bank, going to the bank after this podcast, going to be a crazy day of not fun things. But you know what? I was dedicated Dedicated and knew that come hell or high water, I was going to do the podcast today. Let's get to the topic of the day. All right. Today's topic of the day: Will I have enough money in retirement? I say that's a loaded question because that is what stresses out so many people as they near retirement. As they're in retirement, and it's a, it's a difficult road to go from getting a constant paycheck from an employer or from your business to living off of your nest egg. It's scary. I mean, that's the hard part. The easy part is to get at least 15% of your gross income headed towards retirement, saving every month, dollar cost averaging, getting your investments right. man That's the easy part. The hard part is taking the money out. And there could, there could be a lot of different directions that I could go in right now like which asset classes do I sell on which month and how should my stocks and bonds be allocated and which asset classes should I be in and should I be taking my money out of a taxable account, a deferred account or a tax-free account like a Roth. Those are all huge decisions too that can have a huge impact on will I run out of money. The other thing is how much money you actually take out every year. So for my couples that are, or individuals that are getting close to retirement, that have never had a spending plan before, we go through the exercise. And it's a very important exercise because we want to dial in on what you're actually spending and what, you know, what you're spending now and what your retirement spending plan will look like. And once we dial it in, I want people to live on that for three or six months before they retire to see if it's right. So we can make adjustments and we can make changes and if it turns out that they're retirement spending plan is nothing like how they actually spend their life. They spend twice as much money. Well, we need to make adjustments like maybe not retiring yet. There's a lot that goes into it. But I'm going to talk today just about a simple strategy that people talk about when It's time to produce income from your nest egg, from your 401ks and IRAs and Roth and taxable account and all that stuff. And there's a ton of research that has gone into what we call safe withdrawal rates. A guy named Bangden in the early 90s did a research paper on what was considered the safe withdrawal rate. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Bangdon's research paper. Then we're going to compare that to other options like instead of producing your own paycheck from your own money, you push that money And get an annuity instead, what's called an immediate annuity. You give the insurance company your pile of money. In return, they're gonna give you a consistent paycheck for the rest of your life. When you die, it's gone and your heirs don't get any money. But it is a legitimate option when it comes to retirement. And then finally, we're gonna just talk about the dynamics, the difference between the research and the real life. So first back to Bengdon. So Bengdon did a research paper in the 90s and he came up with what's called the 4% rule. And the 4% rule says this, if you want your money to last for 30 years, take 4% of the total out the first year. So if your nest egg totals up to a million dollars, 4% is $40,000. And then every year, take the cost of inflation adjustment as a raise to keep up with that $40,000 spending power. So if inflation went up 2.5% the next year, meaning your second year of retirement, we take that $40,000, we multiply it by two and a half percent, and we come up with 41,000. So year one, you took out 40,000. Year two, you took out 41,000. Year three, maybe there's a 3% inflation adjustment. So 3% on 41,000. Now the next year you're getting $42,230. You get the point. That's how it works. Now the research comes in When you look at every 30-year period in the stock market, and we'll make it simple, we'll say that your portfolio is in an index of the total U.S. market for 50% of your money and the total bond market with 50% of your money. Just looking at the indexes, this isn't really an investment. We're just in the the Science Lab doing our research right now. So you got the, the 50/50 indexes. And the question is, if I look through history and I look at every 30-year period, how many of those were actually successful, which gives us a success rate on what we're calling the four percent rule. And furthermore, we're not just taking every 30-year period such as 1930 through 1960 and then 1931 through 1961. We're actually taking it a step further and we're doing every 30-year period of rolling monthly. So instead of full year, we're doing you know January 1930 and then go 30 years, February 1930 and then go 30 years, et cetera. That gives us with the reliable data that we have on stock prices, that gives us many, many 90 plus years of research and gives us 700 and some potential trials on how many times this was successful. So with my clients and prospects, I use a program called Timeline in order to come up with some sort of context around how much money this particular couple or individual needs or wants to draw from their nest egg. So we're just going to use John Doe as an example. I have this timeline program up in front of me, and I'm going to say our initial balance is a million dollars. The required income is $40,000 in the first year. That's the 4%. So how many of those 770 trials were successful. And remember that $40,000 gets adjusted for inflation every year. And the answer is 93%. There's a 90, according to this program, a 93% success rate. So that means out of every 100 trials, 30-year rolling monthly trials, 93 out of 100 were successful using this method in our Little science lab that we have right now. That's a, that's a really good success rate. And the great thing about this success rate is we can keep an eye on it. So with my retired couples, I always tell them that doesn't mean if you have a 93% success rate that there's a 7% chance that you're going to end up on the streets. No, it just means we're watching this constantly and there's a 7% chance that an adjustment might need to be made. Make sense to you? So I illustrate this to to prospects, I illustrate it to clients, and they look at me and say, whoa, I have a million dollars and I can only take out $40,000 this year? This doesn't make sense in my head, Scott, because if I can assume that I'm going to get an average rate of return of, let's just say, 10% for simple numbers and the average inflation rate is 3%, I should be able to take out 7% out of my portfolio every year and my balance should always stay a million dollars. Well, unfortunately, my friends, that's not the way it works in the real world because the key word was average. Maybe the portfolio averaged 10% per year and inflation average 3% per year. But that's not the way it happens in the real world. Because in the real world, an average rate of 10% means you might get plus 30% this year and minus 25% next year and everything in between every other year. So there's something out there called sequence of return risk. And what that means is if you enter retirement and we go through periods like 1973 through 1975 or 2000 through 2003 or the Great Recession or the Great Depression or a couple of other periods, if you start taking 7% out of your portfolio as the market's going down, there's not going to be enough money in there when the market starts to recover for you to continue to take out that 7%. That is that that is sequence of return risk. I'm not saying it's not going to work. I'm saying there's a lot of trials where it wouldn't. So just to keep in mind, Just to let you know, if you wanted to start with $70,000 coming out of your portfolio and take an adjustment rate, uh, a rate of inflation every year, your success rate goes down to 27%. I don't know about you, but that might make me a little bit nervous. Now, what about something between 40000 and 70000 I mentioned that I wanted to talk to you about an annuity option. Now, I don't sell annuities. I don't like annuities. Ninety-some percent of them are not in your best interest. There are certain situations where they might be um, really high-income earners, somebody who is extremely low risk and likes to pay a lot in expenses, maybe they'll get into a deferred annuity. But for 90 some percent of people, there's, and for 90 some percent of annuities, there's, they are garbage deferred annuities. Now, however, there is what's called an immediate annuity where there isn't all of these little gotchas in the annuity with all the expenses. But what that means is you're going to give an insurance company a million dollars and immediately you're going to start getting monthly checks. So I did a little research and I looked at what a 65 year old couple, both 65 years old, what they could get as a monthly check if they push their million dollars to the insurance company. Now, this isn't a guarantee, but I did a little research and I came up with, um, on a yearly rate, $56,832. Say that again, $56,832. That is a whole heck of a lot more than $43,000, isn't it? That's 5.68% compared to 4%. I don't know about you, but I'd rather start retirement getting $56,832 than getting $40,000. But let me tell you, my friends, there's always gotchas. So we have to do, we have to look behind the initial number. And this works great, this timeline program that I have for people who are considering um, if they have a pension, if they're lucky enough to have one, the lump sum option Versus taking that monthly check, it's the same thing. So we do this research with uh, folks that are uh, have the choice to make. It's one of the biggest choices they'll ever make, and I help them make that choice using programs like uh, Timeline. So fifty-six thousand eight thirty-two annuity uh, versus forty thousand. Take the money yourself. There's two big gotchas here. Number one. If you push that money to the insurance company, actually, there's three gotchas. Number one, if you push that money to the insurance company, and we do have great stock market years, you can't just give yourself a raise. That check is going to be steady your whole life, and there will be nothing left for your heirs, for your kids, because the insurance company gets any money that might be left. Furthermore, you might die uh, in 12 or 13 years, and it doesn't matter. You're not getting any of that money back on a strict immediate annuity without any of the options to get, when I did my research, $56,832. So zero flexibility. Your heirs don't get anything. If the insurance company went under your checks would stop. You are relying on the insurance company to stay in business. And you might say, well, Scott, they're not going to go out of business. Well, think again. I mean, think about 2008 when AIG lost 90 some percent of their value in 2008. They were headed for bankruptcy and the government propped them up. I don't know about you, but I don't want to rely on if an insurance company overcommits and now I need the government to prop them up if they're going to go bankrupt. So that, that can be a little scary. But even if we're not talking about any of those, the biggest thing behind these numbers is that $56,832 that you would get from that immediate annuity does not have an inflation, an inflation adjustment. You know, when I talked about back with uh, the $40,000 banged in rule, well, that's $40,000 the first year. The next year, you might get the 41000 The next year, you might get the 43000 And when I look at all 700 and I think 73 trials, if I look at the one, the median trial, the one right in the middle, so it's using actual inflation years. And if I go through and I look at what that median trial is, gosh, I can't remember which one. It was. I thought it was going to show me on this, but it's not. But the median says this. At the end that lasts on that year 30, instead of getting $40,000, you know, you got that inflation adjustment every year and it adds up. So in year 30, you're actually getting over $92,000 way more than the 40, way more than the 56. And that $92,000 is only going to buy what $40,000 bought 30 years previously. So that's the gotcha in the immediate annuity. You don't get the cost of inflation adjustment, which means you don't get the buying power that you need to sustain 30 years. So this is how it goes. You start with $56,832. That's way better than $40,000, but it only takes 10 years into the cycle when now you're still getting that $56,000 year after year, but you're not keeping up with inflation. That $56,000 now cannot buy $56,000 worth of stuff. And if we go through 30 years, you ended up taking a lot more money out, starting with $40,000, ending with $92,000, than doing a straight line $56,000. That's the difference. So when we're comparing lump sum options or should I do an immediate annuity? What we need to do is compare apples to apples. Let's go back to that million dollars and let's punch in here in my little timeline, the $56,832. I told you that it doesn't have a good success rate. Well, I don't know if I gave you this success rate yet. The, the 70000 was only 27% success rate. The $56,832 just like the immediate annuity, has a 49% success rate. However, that's taking an adjustment for inflation every year. So if I go into my tax settings, or I'm sorry, my inflation settings, and switch it on the 56,000, now we're comparing apples to apples with throwing our money to an annuity, or maybe we have a lump sum option or getting the 5.68%. Gosh, I hope you're following me. I'm giving you a lot of numbers. And I wish I could show you this screen. It would make a lot more sense. But here's the crazy part. If we compare apples to apples, and I look at a prospect and i say all right you 're thinking about giving your million dollars to an insurance company for a five point six eight percent payout instead of using this four percent bangdon rule or You have a lump sum option of getting a million dollars and investing it yourself or getting 5.68% from the pension at, at a monthly check that incidentally, almost every pension does not rise with inflation either. I compare the apples to apples. I put in this program. I take the inflation adjustment out. I say, all right, if you took the lump sum, the million dollars, and we invested it, 50 stocks, 50 bonds, the indexes like I talked about before, and we keep that $56,832 steady year in and year out, you want to know what your success rate would be? They say, yes, I would. And the answer is, it's 96%. If you annuitized yourself with a no inflation adjustment using 50-50, it's 96% according to this piece of software. That makes a decision really, really easy. Do I want to give a million dollars to an insurance company to get a $56,832 payout? Or do I want to invest it myself in a relatively conservative portfolio? Can I handle the portfolio having some down years, one out of every four on average, to have a 96% success rate, taking the same amount of money out? And incidentally, at that 96% rate, the median trial of how much money is left in that portfolio afterwards is more than what you started with is more than the million dollars that median trial actually has over Two million dollars in the portfolio after 30 years, taking a straight line, 56,832. Now, there were 4% of the trials where you ran out of money if you never made changes, but that's why you have a financial planner to make changes in those weird circumstances that something might happen. That's the difference. I can't guarantee anything. An insurance company can guarantee the 56,832. As long as they don't go bankrupt. And that's why you hear people who are selling annuities saying, guarantee, I can guarantee you something. You will never hear the word guarantee from me. I will, however, show you success rates. And when I'm looking at a success rate of 96% versus giving all my money to an insurance company, I'm taking the 96% any day of the week. And I'm taking that any day of the week because when it comes to retirement... It's much more dynamic than sitting in a lab, starting at 4% and taking a rate of inflation increase, or starting at $56,000 and taking that straight line throughout your retirement career, because that's not the way retirement works. Couples are way different than that or individuals. They may start out needing $60,000 a year out of their portfolio or $70,000 because they're not collecting Social Security yet. When they start collecting Social Security, they might only need $30,000 out of their portfolio. They might still have a home mortgage as they go into retirement for five years. So they need to take more now, less later. And when you can be dynamic, when you can have flexibility you can do all kinds of things if we have really good stock market years if you started at that four percent rule we might lift you up to giving you raises after a few years because stock market returns were good. That's called flexibility. And I will tell you that every retirement individual or couple is different and nobody follows the way the lab works. Everybody needs flexibility in their retirement plan. Everybody has a dynamic changing circumstance. So here's what I want you to do if you're thinking about retirement, if you're Thinking about what should I do with my uh, pension? Uh, how am am I going to run out of money in retirement? I want you to give me a call. I want you to go to the website, schedule a 15-minute call. Oh, we got a brand new website. None more thanks to Kevin, uh, my partner. Uh, who worked really, really hard on the website, go there. uh, FortressPlanningGroup.com, And then bestandwealth.com is getting a whole refresh too. So a lot of new things are coming, but you can go right to FortressPlanningGroup.com and you can schedule a call now. Have a great day, everybody. I'll see you when and where? On the flip side. Bye-bye.